You're listening to Business Day with me, Liz Parkin, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network. Each episode, I'll talk to a different business about what makes them tick. So whether you're a startup, you've been in business a number of years, or you're a large multinational, I'd love to hear from you. Business Day is sponsored by Hibbert Solicitors, Cheshire's leading law firm. Visit hibberts.com or call 01270 624 225. And today I have two old friends of Redshift in. Sorry, chaps, you're not that old, I know. We have PC Mark Hurley and PC Matt Stonia from Nantwich Police. It's a long time since we've seen you in the studio. In fact, it's the first time you've been in our new podcast studio, isn't it, chaps? It is, yeah. yeah. How are you both? We're good, thank you. Good. Matt, tell me about yourself. Wow, tell me about myself. Big cyclist, thanks to coronavirus. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you just literally yeah. picked it up over the well, last Well, I've months. always cycled in the past, but coronavirus kind of made me focus a little bit more. So Very yeah, good. really, I've gone into it. Good. Cycling along, yeah. listening to Simply Red. I've not listened to Simply Red for a, a long time. It used to be, a, a, as you know, it was a, a go-to listen, really. But what's it been replaced with? I don't know. Come back to me in a second. <laughs> and how about you, Mark? Well, first, I do have to correct you, Liz. It is Mark Harley. Or did I call you? Liz Hurley. Well, Liz Hurley. <laughs> Mark Hurley. Did Mark I call you Hurley? <laughs> We've got a Mark Hurley. Well, an ex-presenter called Mark Hurley. That's probably, why. I was probably thinking of him. I'm ever so sorry. I'll let you off this time. Mark Harley. How are you? Well, good, thanks. Number 4489. That's it. Very good, thank you. Tell us about your experiences of lockdown so far, personally, for you. Well, mine's probably the complete opposite of Matt's, in that I was quite keen gym going such before lockdown, but since the gym's been closing such, I feel it's a good excuse to not do anything and <gasps> sit on the couch and yeah. watch. I'm a celebrity at the moment. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Well, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot like me at the moment, though. I think lockdown has affected us all in those sort of drastic ways. You've either taken on something new mm. or you've stopped doing something. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's been an interesting experience, hasn't it? So we're going to have a chat today about Nantwich policing generally, what you're seeing, what the trends are, what's happening. Obviously, things have changed for you a lot during lockdown. The nighttime economy is literally decimated and you're going to be talking a little bit about that. But let's talk generally. How do you see COVID in your world and what you see around Nantwich? How has that affected us? Probably seen in the media itself in the, the kind of the decrease in certain crimes we've had, but an increase in other types of crime and other types of issues that we're dealing with, really. The main thing is to do with that is the isolation and businesses being closed. So mm. in terms of the nighttime economy, we've seen a massive dip in incidents and crime related to the nighttime economy, which would regularly be your assault, your public order in the town centre after people have consumed alcohol mm. in the pubs. But then we've had an increase in other types of crime. You've probably seen it again in the media that, for instance, domestic violence numbers are up. So it's, it's a bit of a strange one for us, really, a bit strange times for us. Is that something that you see quite a lot of in our area, the domestic violence as well? Or is that a general national thing? To I know it's national. You, yeah, I, know. I think nationally it's quite recognised that mm. it has gone up. However, I don't know the exact numbers within Nantwich, but I don't think it's gone up as highly right. as the national mm. statistics would suggest. And also, you do a lot of work with two local high schools, in particular, Malbank and Brian Lees, and there was that period of time where schools weren't in. Are you back now doing stuff with schools? Or is that I'll be honest, we've struggled to pick it up, really, as mm. it was. And I think that's a bit like yourself, really. You being so involved in community events, mm. we, we like to be the same. And I think those opportunities just aren't there at the moment. And really... Would it be encouraged for us to kind of walk around the school as we would do in the past? Mm. Is that a visit we need to make? And really when the country's in lockdown, as much as we get a benefit out of that, I think we just haven't found that it's become the norm yet to just drop in on a school, walk through mm. corridors, chat to kids. 
we have missed that a lot and already in just the kind of six nine months you're noticing them relationships with young people are breaking down not that we're seeing a negative issue coming with that but we used to feel like we knew all the kids in town and it, it doesn't take long to lose that actually we only spoke to the head at Malbank today on how that is important that we yeah yeah we get that going again have you found any problems with the young people in town like lockdown have they been out and about we noticed uh, certainly in the summertime mm. as things I mean nationally relaxed we had mm. VE day other kind of events obviously the eat out to help out we did notice that there was a, a rise in groups of kids that were hanging around on Brookfield Park particularly the issue was the numbers and the fact that we weren't used to seeing them there did it create a huge demand no they weren't doing much wrong the numbers shouldn't have been what they were. But in Nantwich, I think that the young people have dealt with it really well. It's hard for anyone to adjust. Certainly at that age, the kind of social media world, the desperation to meet mm. up and socialise, there's been very few that have caused any issues. You've not done anything online with like all these Zooms and things that we've been doing with kids? You've not done any, or the schools not approached you about that? Because I would have thought that'd be quite a good there opportunity. Ha- there has been a suggestion recently for us to do, we, we do a, a drugs input to the sixth formers right. at Brianley's particularly. And it was suggested, could we do that in video form, Zoom form? I think it's perhaps just something I wouldn't say we're not comfortable with. We just Mm. don't do it regularly. Mm. And perhaps haven't had a hand held to do a couple to then get comfortable with it. Most of the things you do in in life, you would be introduced to and shown, wouldn't you? And when someone says, can you do me a 60 minute presentation on drugs on Zoom? And for us, neither of us are teachers. We kind of thrive off that interaction and letting the kids take it where it needs to go. And certainly us having done training days at work on Zoom as the recipient of that mm. input, we've seen how much of a challenge that is to the trainer, mm. really. So, And it's odd enough, it's uh, the best of times, really, when we do go into schools and classrooms and try to speak to kids to get that interaction with being on Zoom. That might be, I mean, it might be the total opposite. It might be better, but I think it will be a struggle. And probably the only experiences we do have of Zoom is normally on a Saturday night at home doing a quiz with a glass of wine. So we've probably not got the best of groundings to be doing these Zoom conferences, really. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see because you do see a lot. You've got a lot of good messages to share with people. I think maybe you should think about doing something, Mm. little videos of you out and about. Just little tips, little reminders for the kids, reminders that you're there watching. Reminders, I mean, this is a business day podcast, but reminders for the businesses that you're Mm. there and, you know, walking around town and everything looks fine and calm and quiet and stuff. But yeah, Yeah. you'd be be quite well received. And I say that as, you know, I've asked you to do the video for my other job that I have, The Pledge looking at careers for students and things but the students have been so engaged you know so many employers have got in front of the video in front of their phone on the selfie mode and done a few minutes about what their job is a day in the life of you know even if it's just things like that actually I think you guys would be really inspiring for some of the young people and it is a little reminder that you are still here we've all missed seeing you I mean I saw you in town just last week it was lovely uh, do you know what though we've missed being there and yeah. that's you know when you, you go through the kind of calendar of events that yeah. Nantwich yeah. offers the yeah. food festival words of music jazz festival all those were such great moments for yeah. us to interact with the public and really be the face of local policing really and, and over the years we've been doing it that has been the case that we are quite recognizable in the town now we are conscious that when the events drop the, mm. that opportunity kind of who would have thought with. i mean we've now not doing the battle and antwich in january and mm. never thought back in march that no, yeah no. we thought oh that'd be back to normal by then mm. definitely but yeah here we are full 12 yeah. months looking at it no one would foresee that would yeah. they but Let's talk about then the business Mm -hmm. economy in Nantwich. Now, from my perspective, and I run in Nantwich, as you know, the Nantwich Group and such like, I have a good relationship with lots and lots of the traders. And there's generally quite a positive feel about 
People that have been able to make that switch quite early on to going online, they sell through Facebook, they've been able to set up a website, they've maybe had a website already Mm. to sell online, that's working for them. There are some businesses that are feeling the pinch quite a lot. There's also some really good news things happening in Nantwich. We've got the new cheese shop that's gone in Mm -hmm. Hospital Street. We've got Arabella moving into the Arga shop. We've got Cheek Interiors moving down to Laura Ashley. Residence has reopened as a townhouse. So there's Mm -hmm. lots of really positive things happening. And I do think we need to focus on that. Have you got anything that you've noticed with the business community? I think Mark might be better. We'll we'll touch on the nighttime economy aspect after. But like you, really, I think it is about celebrating the the new businesses. We did go and meet the owners of the cheese shop, actually. Oh, yeah. Not with Nick any interest of, uh, <laughs> of being able to taste any cheese with the missing of the food festival. But no, really, just almost admiring when people at this time are still taking the punt because it's very easy for us to look in, you know, the public sector workers. It's a bit of a safe job. You're never going to be a millionaire unless you don't it's mess nice up. You've kind of got a job yeah, and it's yeah. steady, like you say. And, and it is. It's quite inspiring, really, when you see mm. these people who risk it all yeah. and roll the dice. So we've always been celebrating local business and we do wish them all the best. And it's it's all good, really, when you, you often see the way the police are portrayed in the media and how we've handled coronavirus. No one in the police joined to tell people they can't mix with other people, to yeah. tell businesses they can't do this. Mm. It's the hand that we've been dealt. And it's it's been a struggle for us. Only at the weekend, we had to go in and speak with a local business owner about a certain thing. And it's, it's not what we want to mm. do, but it's unfortunately what we have to do in terms of what the direction that the government has taken it. But again, we are very much, in terms of the four E's, the Engage, Explain, encourage and enforce so we do try and do those three steps before the enforcement really go back to those engage four e's i think it's national to be honest with you oh is it yeah so it's engage explain encourage and enforce i see yeah yeah. the last step being enforcement really so i think really all the instances we've had where we've had to speak to someone in relation to covid it's always been those three e's and getting through to people the three e's and within nantwich most certainly it's been the case that by explaining the legislation to people they have acted on it and changed mm. what they were doing wrong in the first place. So we've had no need to use any enforcement powers with any local mm. businesses because they've taken on board what we're saying and, and the need to do so. It's not what we want to be doing, really. This isn't bread and butter policing, but it is the new legislation that we've got to enforce. But we prefer to be doing that engaging, explaining and not getting to the last step, really. Yeah, absolutely. You run Pub Watch and you've got you're a very strong cohort of all the pubs and evening restaurants and what have you in the Nantwich area. Have you maintained those relationships and that communication or has it just gone quiet? Where are you up to with that? We still keep that contact. Certainly when they were open, it was easy for us to keep that contact. And we did various operations with Cheshire East around helping them with the coronavirus legislation. So the opportunity to carry on engaging was there then. Again, I don't think anyone's been dealt a tougher hand than the nighttime economy Mm. trade, really. And Mm. it was difficult to see when you saw all the steps that they went to, all the extra investment they made to run a... I suppose what we describe as a COVID secure environment and still they had to close. So yeah, the relationships are still there. Certainly when they come back, they'll still be mm. there and Pub Watch will be as strong as it ever has been because certainly I think when we go to the National Pub Watch Conference, which is normally held in February, there's not a stronger Pub Watch group mm. than there is in Nantwich really. I'm not saying it's recognised by mm. them, but when we see how others are around, a town of this size yeah. to have so many licensees who attend mm. every month mm. and are so engaged with it, don't see that anywhere else, really. National Pub Watch. That must be a bit of a riot. Do you get, like, free beer? Who was there last time? What's his name? <laughs> Who's the chap from Weatherspoons? Oh, yes. Oh, the... Is it Tim? Is it Tim Weatherspoons? Tim, Tim, Tim Martin. Tim Martin. Yeah, that's he it. was kind of the speaker from the trade at the last one. Post-Covid, before that. It was... That. Pre-COVID. Pre- yeah, pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Yeah. It's a February thing, so it was... It He's was taken a bit of a bashing, hasn't he, with oh, his... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was pre-COVID. He was, he was there, was but unfortunately... Cardiff. He didn't offer us any free beer, so... No. Oh, that's a shame. That's why he's a millionaire. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But, no, but I'm, I'm sure, and, and you'll be no doubt very much part of it, once everywhere gets the green light, I'm sure it'll come roaring back. Yeah, People will be yeah. desperate to get out. Restaurants, pubs, yeah. nightclubs, lastly, no doubt. The studio and the mm, catches, it's extra yeah, tough, but yeah. they'll all come back. If they're in a position where they can ride it out, this blip, you know, cash flow's okay, they can, mm. whatever it is, then great. They will come back yeah. big time. It's just those ones that are on shaky ground for whatever reason. Maybe if they are new businesses or maybe if they've got some challenges, whatever it is, then yeah, there might be some worries, but yeah. let's hope. And you know, we have got a good community here and we all, we all like mm. to have a bit of an evening out don't we so, yeah, yeah yeah and i'm sure the government will do all they can to create a 2021 party for all yes, these i mean it's something yeah. that might cause us a headache but no it will be good as long as the incidents don't come with it it'll be good to see everywhere busy again i think i'm sure in terms of covid compliance the licensees they've done everything they can really to mm. ensure they comply and the issue is not only the uncertainty at the moment, but every time new measures have been introduced, they've had to change their operating model, their business structure, COVID compliance within the premises, and they've done that all the way through. So we can't thank the licensees and the premises enough, really, with doing what they can to comply. Great. That's nice to know. I just hope they are, yeah, their mental health isn't being too adversely affected and mm. they're finding time to do other things. Yeah. And there are people that are behind the scenes, they're redecorating and they're redoing their menus and they're redoing their websites and stuff, which is great. Gives them that opportunity to maybe have a bit of a break and a regroup for when they can come back fighting bigger and better. We mentioned before we started talking about the members of our community that you've come across that are struggling with the COVID from a more personal level. So people that are maybe affected by dementia or loneliness and isolation. Do you want to share with me some of your experiences around those? We have certainly seen an increase in that in our involvement in mental health, people at crisis, the loneliness, leaning to addiction, whether it be alcohol, drugs, mm. anyone who's got that inclination, it's unfortunately increased. Mark may share another example, but certainly for me, a recent one was an incident where we came across an elderly couple for a kind of unrelated matter. And whilst there, from our limited knowledge of dementia, which is probably quite a lot compared to a lot of people in terms of how often we deal with it, it was just so clear to us that the elderly gentleman was struggling. But as a family, they hadn't been able to recognise it and he hadn't had the appropriate care. Fortunately, I know we actually had a call off this chap's daughter the other day is since our involvement, there's now been support from the local Nantwich Dementia Friends Group. The doctors have sorted it out. Mm. He's getting the support he needs. From speaking to the family, they just was not blaming it all on coronavirus, but the decline just hasn't been noticeable yeah. the same. And to see how desperate that couple were, he was becoming less tolerant of her. So there was more arguments. She was becoming more upset. Her mental health was being affected. And just to see it all snowball mm. from the isolation, really. Mm. I think what I've noticed and running the Nantwich Buddies where we've been going and supporting people that have got not necessarily any major issues, they're just a shield or they're over a certain age, they couldn't go shopping. So we've been doing that sort of thing. But what we have noticed is because our buddies are going and seeing them once a week and that, you know, a week to some people is quite a long time when you're isolating, you're lonely and those buddies are noticing those changes in people. Mm -hmm. And we've flagged up to Cheshire East, which is where we get these clients come from. We've flagged up probably over half a dozen, edging towards 10 at least people locally that have now been able to source some mm. additional support because they haven't been seeing their family members and they haven't been going to their bridge club or their luncheon club or their church or whatever where people might notice changes in them. So it's so important. And I think just being neighbourly is so important and mm. thinking about the people that are around you. Maybe if you haven't seen your neighbour recently or maybe you have seen them, but they're looking a little bit dishreveled or confused or they're out at a funny time of day or maybe in the evening. You know, All those little things people need to be picking up on and noticing and going in and checking in on them. 
What about you, Mark? Have you got any experiences? Yeah, yeah I think um, obviously add on to that access to services as well. It's obviously yeah. massively impacted a lot of people in particular access to GPs and face-to-face GP appointments. And we had incidents at local GPs recently whereby there was a very elderly chap being quite abusive and aggressive towards the staff at the GP's practice. But actually, when we spoke to him and actually got him away from there and going back to his home address, he literally just required an appointment, but couldn't yeah. fathom his way around yeah. obtaining an appointment or having appointments on the telephone because it's just never been done before. And I say, I think it's that isolation and massive changes they've gone on to people that have kind of just festered with them really and trying to get what they can but not been able to yeah and have an outburst like which is totally exactly chap at all yeah yeah, well look at the uproar over the old car parking you know when they bought that in Cheshire said right you're gonna go and park but you have to use contactless and and for older people Mm. and for many people that don't have cash cards or credit cards or don't live that way that made it impossible for them to come into town Mm. and drive into town so that caused a lot of anger and a lot of upset because they just felt well what I normally do and what I should be allowed to do now is not happening is not easy and that was really frustrating and I, w- I know we heard lots of people that got very angered by that and yeah, yeah. it's these times that are so strange for everyone and you know yeah. familiar it's often just that smallest of things yeah. that often tips them over the, the edge the camel's back really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. There was another incident with a friend of mine who's in his 60s and he used to swim regularly. Every single day would go down to Nantwich Pool and swim. But he's not online, doesn't have a phone. And the only way he could book on, because it was 15 people at a time swimming, it was absolutely wonderful. I loved it. I was down there every day. But I had the luxury of being able to book ahead and know what I'm doing. He got really upset by it and really stressed because he couldn't get back to his swimming when everybody else was, simply because he couldn't book in quick enough because those 15 slots went. You know, hopefully when things start opening up again, be able to make different arrangements with the swimming pool and get booked in mm. in person in advance. But yeah, we've all had to learn different ways of doing things, haven't we? Yeah. Let's think back about some of your highlights, be it personal or work wise, your highlights of lockdown. For me, it's been a cycling wheel. I've really enjoyed it. New friends. You know, just getting out and... You've got uh, immaculate houses, amazing gardens. Oh, I've got, an, I've got an immaculate bike. But, <laughs> um, I, it's, of course, it's given that opportunity to me. Mark's big into DIY, so he has got an immaculate oh. house now as a result well, of it's even lockdown. Worse, worse than ever, to be honest with you. I've got a new bathroom, but the rest of the house is taking a hit, really. really. <laughs> there has been benefits to it, but I think those who have benefited are perhaps those who, you know, have still been able to work, have got family around them, things like that. I was guilty several months ago of almost being too positive about the benefits of a lockdown in terms of a slower pace of life. You know, I've got a young family and it was always clubs after school and you realise how hectic life was. So when that was taken away, I did quite enjoy it. But I think you do have to almost be careful that I was in a fortunate position where I'm not on my own. I can still go to work. So there's an element of socialising at work, really, definitely, which people haven't been able to have. I mean, me and Mark work together. There'd be a lot of people who would love to be able to get out the house and be back with their work colleague. So we have been fortunate. Mm. And I do feel for those who haven't had that. I would say we've probably made the most of it. But I think like you, we're ready for an element of normality. Yeah, yeah. Although I think normality will be a shock to a lot of us now. I think so. I think a lot of us have made long term changes, particularly people that need to commute to work. All the, I mean, as, a, as, my, as I mentioned, my other job working for the Cheshire Warrington LEP and the pledge team, we have worked so well as a team. We are all across Cheshire and Warrington and we used to come together on a Monday in Winsford. But honestly, I think we have worked far more efficiently and produced far more great results working with our schools and local businesses than we ever would have done if we were doing it mm-hmm. the old way. Do we need to carry on meeting or go back to meeting once a week? I don't think so. We meet every morning at 10 o'clock on Teams. We plough on. We've all got our different roles Mm -hmm. in what we do. 
I personally have enjoyed lockdown. Like you say, we are in a fortunate position. We live in a nice place. I've got a nice garden. I've got the canal around the corner and very deliberately started the Nantwich Buddies, although we didn't call it the Buddies at the time. It was just a little volunteer group because I thought I'm going to have to do something to keep busy. Didn't know at that initial point of lockdown what was going to happen. But, you know, a lot of us buddies have said, you know, it's been a valuable experience doing that volunteering to keep us busy, to keep us out there and meeting people and stuff. So, yeah, I do urge anybody that is feeling isolated or nervous or vulnerable or, you know, down just to look at maybe doing some other things that you can do in your community. Even if that's just going out of an evening. I've seen people, families going out litter picking with two small children. And what a great thing to do. You're helping your community. You're getting out and you're you're doing something useful. And that has been something that we've both commented on quite a lot, really, is when you see the families that have shared more time together as a result of lockdown. And that's been a really nice thing. I mean, there was times early on around Antwich Lake, which it was heaving. Some people thought that was not a good thing because people should have been observing lockdown differently. But the fact that it, in a way, brought... Families yeah. who live in the same house, it brought yeah. them together in a different yeah. way. And like Mark said, he, he was doing these Saturday night Zooms with his extended family. Mm. Well, probably some of those family members you might not have seen yeah. month, two months, three months, maybe it would just be a Christmas thing. Mark was seeing them every Saturday night yeah. and enjoying that bit of socialising. So, Have you had to do yeah. homeschooling? I was fought again, long? really. And I don't, I don't <laughs> want to go on about how well I've had it. But I suppose at a time when key workers were still allowed to send the children in. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, so yeah. my kids didn't have a huge disruption, really. Right, right. Which I think was good for them. How did they find school? Were they? Did they feel different? Must they have been really enjoyed it, to be honest. And I, I mean, my kids go to Wimby Dalves. I don't want to just single them out as being really good, but I think they really did make the best of it. It became like the most fun holiday club it could be <laughs> while still learning. They really, really enjoyed yeah, it. It was good. a huge help to us. It meant that we could continue going to work yeah. and doing all that kind of stuff. But it also meant that their routine wasn't really affected. Yeah, yeah. So I think perhaps where all the kids, when it came to September, probably did struggle to go back. No doubt more late nights, yeah. less work, you know, yeah. the routine ruined. Whereas for mine, it was just a case of putting a uniform back on. So again, I've been Yours lucky. Yours at you, Little and... Yeah, I'm quite fortunate with the preschool. So yeah. I'm at least, well, least two. And uh, my girl's three and my wife's a teacher, so (laughs) (laughs) I get spared, really. I just get to play with them. (laughs) Excellent. The main positive I forgot to say, actually, was that during the lockdown, my brother had a little baby girl called Hetty May Harley during lockdown. So that was the main positive during that. But I've still yet to hold her due to lockdown, really. Oh, yeah. I've seen her, but... What's her name? Hetty May? Hetty it is, actually. H-E-D-D-Y. Hetty May Harley, yeah. That's an interesting name. Yeah. Very nice. And where are they based? They're in Stone. Right, okay. Yeah. You can't put your blue lights on and just pretend you're doing a job over in stone, <laughs> no, no, delivering no. some lost keys maybe to somebody. You could give your brother's band a plug as well, actually. You know, I like my music. It's really some really good stuff. Oh. But it's just that you see how they've had to change. Yeah, you know, they've, yeah. they've yeah. reformed under... I can't even think of the name no, now. I, I feel bad. Plug, but I can't. Ah! <laughs> I might get to it. But, you know, you're just seeing the challenges that they faced. You know, normally, yeah. if you're releasing new material, you'd be able to test it out on live audiences. And it was very much kind of throwing it on social media or on the various platforms and seeing how it goes. Well, we've given you a little 30 seconds of Googling time over there, Mark. So um, oh. we're going to have to say our goodbyes now. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor cousin's going to realise that you don't this know. Orchard, Orchard, Orchard Band. Orchard Band. Orchard, Orchard Band. <laughs> They've been on various uh, yeah. introducing and these. It's, they are a really good, really kind of tight group. There Orchard Band, Lady Song, Pause <laughs> is out now. <laughs> we suggest all your listeners give it a go. Well, they do that. They can do that. Unfortunately, now we're not a live radio station. We can't actually play oh. music unless they want to give us a copyright rules to it or whatever it is and give us permission to oh, play it. Oh, I'll, I'll do that. I'll be off now. <laughs> then we'll have to, permission. we'll do that and we'll tack it there up at the go. end of this. Yeah. <laughs> can't have PRS getting after us. 
Thank you very much indeed, guys. It's been really great to see you again. And hopefully we can make this a regular occurrence now that we're starting to sort of get back to some normality. But it'd be great to have your input in various shows throughout the next few months. Brilliant. Thanks for having us on. Thank you. You're listening to Business Day with me, Liz Parkin, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network. Each episode, I'll talk to a different business about what makes them tick. So whether you're a startup, you've been in business a number of years, or you're a large multinational, I'd love to hear from you. Business Day is sponsored by Hibbert Solicitors, Cheshire's leading law firm. Visit hibberts.com or call 01270 624 225.